Good morning, everyone. Welcome into Strong Tower Sunday School. Uh, we're going to be in Romans chapter 12 this morning, and we're going to be talking about uh, being a better Christian and living up to what that we're living where we're supposed to be living. But first of all, uh, Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our kind and gracious, loving Heavenly Father, God, I thank you, Lord, for this another privilege, Lord, to go out by way of Facebook, dear God, Lord, to teach uh, on your word, dear God. And, Lord, I pray, God, that you would just take, touch my mind, touch my lips, dear God, and just give me the words to say, dear Lord, and just help me, dear God, in every way that you can. God, I pray, Lord, that you will just move in a great and a mighty way in our nation and in God that you will in our leaders, Lord, that you will just God just impress upon them to follow you, dear God, and to do your will, Lord. And Lord, I just thank you and I praise you for each and everything. In Jesus' wonderful name we pray. Amen. Amen. Like I said, we're going to be in Romans chapter twelve this morning. Uh, and this is Paul, uh, he's writing to the churches and he's, he's trying to get the Christians to understand just exactly what it is that they need to do to follow the Lord. Some of them listened, some of them made fun of him, just the way it is. It's even that way today. There's a lot of people that just don't want to hear the word of God. I don't care, um, how much you pray for them, how, uh, whatever, and how much you, um, Try to make them your friend or everything. They don't want to hear about the word of God. But in uh, Romans 12, starting in verse 1, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For I say, through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. Now then, we're going to look at this a little bit. Uh, look at some of the words are, that are in here and just and figure out just exactly what it means to be to uh, be a living sacrifice. You know, uh, this is the point to where that we have to turn everything over to God. You know, when we come, when we give our heart and life to the Lord, we need to give everything we have, our heart, our soul, our, our time, our bodies, our minds, everything. We need to give everything to the Lord. We need to leave the world alone, come out from among the world, and don't uh, fool around with the world anymore. And, you know, I, I, the Lord has been dealing with me on this so much here lately about uh, being true to Whatever you, whoever you're going to follow. If you're going to follow Satan, be true to him. If you're going to follow the Lord, be true to him. But if you're going to follow the Lord, you're going to have to come out from among the world. You're going to have to leave the world alone 
and you're going to have to follow him 100 percent there's there's no there's none of this uh living for him for uh, one or two days a week and then living like the world the rest of the week it's not going to happen and this is what paul is trying to get these people to understand is that they need to give their complete they give their bodies completely over to a sacrifice and to the lord and they need to do this daily you know this is one of those things that the first thing every morning i this is the way i feel anyway the first thing every morning i need my prayer my bible study time with with the lord so that i can get my mindset get him um, get him close to me and get him in my heart and in my mind so that I can make it through the day. I am not of this world, but I have to be in this world. And the things of this world are all around us. And if we, if we don't have the Lord with us and we don't have him on our side and we are not giving our, our bodies over to a sacrifice, the things of the world will eventually creep in and the next thing we know we are saying well you know it's all right to do this or it's all right to do that no it's not it's not all right to do any of it as long as it belongs to the world it's not all right to do any of it and and paul is saying is i call upon you i, I you know i exhort you and i call upon you to uh be a living sacrifice you know you've got you've got breath in your body you're able to move around you're living now you need to give that life that you have that and you need to give that to the lord and you need to live that for him and you need to forget about the world sacrifice how do we become a sacrifice to the lord service obedience that's one of the biggest things right there that gets a lot of Christians is obedience. We have to obey the word of the Lord. The only way that we know about the word of the Lord is get into his word. If we do not take time to study and to uh, live in his word, then we're not going to know what it says and we're not going to know how to live. Yes, we, we go to church, we hear their teachers, we hear our preachers and all that, but we need to get into the Word ourselves so that we have take the time to read it and apply it to our life the way that the Lord wants us to apply it to. Not everybody's going to apply everything the same way. And that's the reason why the Bible says to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling because there's things that the lord is going to tell you that you can't do that it's all right for somebody else to do but we have to do we have to work these things out because you know i'm not like you and you're not like me and i can't sacrifice my life the same way that you sacrifice your life and we need to figure out just exactly how that it is that we need to sacrifice our life so we need to get into the Word of God, and we need to study the Word of God, and that way we know just exactly what God's will is for us and how that we can sacrifice our life to the Lord. Everybody needs, everybody needs to be obedient, everybody. But, you know, then, and then there's other things that the Lord may have you to do, like teach or preach or sing or pray 
or just be there for somebody. On, uh, you know, there's so many things. And the Bible says, you know, we're all we're all one body, but we are many members, and each member has a different different job to do. We need to be about that job. So, in other words, and for us to be doing those jobs, we've got to first find out exactly what it is that the Lord wants us to do. Therefore, get into the Word, pray and seek God and find out what He wants you to do, and then do it of service. You have to be obedient before you can do it. Offer praise. Offer praise to the Lord. It doesn't matter where you're at. Whether you're at work, whether you're at church, whether you're at Walmart, home, wherever you're at, you always have the time to to offer praise to God for, for anything. Uh, you know, I a lot of times when my wife and I went to Walmart all the time and got our groceries, uh, which we have them delivered now. But anyway, we would drive up in, in front of Walmart, and there would be a, a parking place right there in the front where we could park where Gail wouldn't have to walk very far. She'd always say, praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. And people may think that she's crazy, but listen, these things are, are very important. If anything is important to you and it happens, you need to thank God for it. It doesn't matter what it is. You know, I, and some of the most off-the-wall things that ever was uh, may be important to you, but you know, I, I don't, you know, I think you're a little bit nuts. That, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what I think. It matters what God thinks. Holy. Holy. Do you know what holy means? Without blemish. Without blemish. That's that's the point to where that your garment is spotless. It's all pressed. It's it's all nice and white and clean and everything. And you don't have any any hidden skeletons in the closet that you don't want to tell God about or you don't want to tell anybody else about. Confession is good for the soul, you know. And you don't have to confess it to man, but you're going to have to at some point in time if you want to make it to heaven. You're going to have to confess those secret sins to the Lord. You're going to have to ask for forgiveness from, from for them and turn from them to do them no more. You know, a lot of times people say, well, it's, it's all right to do this. After I've done it, I'll ask God to forgive me for it and everything will be all right. <laughs> well, maybe it is and maybe it won't. Well, you know, with an attitude like that, you're going to sin constantly and if you sin constantly, what are you? You're a sinner. So, you know, yes, we, we slip up. We fail. We do things that aren't right. But that's when right then we need to stop, ask God to forgive us for it, and then thank him for forgiving us for it and ask him to help us not to do that anymore. You know, like I said, one of my one of my biggest things that that I have had trouble with in the past years is my temper, and I thank God it is it is really under control compared to where it was at. Okay, but I still every once in a while I will still slip, and I will say something or I will do something, and I have to stop right then and ask God to forgive me, and to help me with this. 
And it is a struggle. Yes, it is a struggle. Listen, Jesus never promised us a bed of roses. He never promised us everything was going to be perfect. He never promised us that. He did He did tell us that it was it was a work in progress, that we were going to have to, to do some work, and it is going to be hard, but in the end, in the end, we win. And we're going to go to a place for that we never have to worry about anything else anymore. Acceptable. Well-pleasing. How is your life? What do you think that the Lord thinks about your life? Is he well-pleased with your life or is he just pleased with your life or is he really upset with your life that you are living you know this this is the this is what we really need to to do is we need to take the time to take inventory on our our christian life and find out just exactly how it stacks up with the word of god then we need to ask the lord lord what is it in my life that I need to change to make me a better Christian, make me uh, get closer to you and, and to get me to the point to where that you can really use me and be well pleased with me? These are the things that need to be on our mind. We, we worry so many so much about what's going on in the world, but yet we don't take the time to, to worry about what's going on between us and the Lord. You know, we go, I go every six months uh, for a checkup at the doctor. This is one of those things that I have to do every six months. And I go in and do some blood work and, and all this stuff and everything. I do this every six months. How often do we take the time to sit down and do a spiritual checkup with the great doctor to let us know exactly how that we are, how our our spiritual status is, how that how that it is stacking up to what it's supposed to be, what the Lord has, what what the Lord wants us to be. That's the question. Are we? Are we where we should be in our Christian living at this point in time? Now then, if we are where we need to be in our Christian living at this point in time, what do we do from here? Okay? This is where that we need to figure out what our service is. This is what we need to figure out that exactly what it is that the Lord wants us to do and we need to pursue that journey that the Lord has for us. It, like I said, it could be any number of things. It could be it could be singing. It could be preaching. It could be playing uh, musical instruments. It, it could be any number of things. But pick out that thing that God wants you to do, and pursue it. Yes, and chances are you're not going to exactly like what the Lord has picked out for you to do, but trust me, do it. It will be better in the long run. Reasonable. What is your reasonable service? 
concerning the presentation of our bodies to be a living sacrifice to God as our rational service, the service of worship, which is made by our mind, service of worship, stressing the inner motive. Now, this, this one's going to get a little deep here. Stressing the inner motive and desires of our sacrifice more than the outward deed. Now then, stressing the inward motive. What are the what is going on in your mind and your heart? What takes up precedence in your mind and in your heart every day? Uh, is it constantly on the things of the Lord? Or is it constantly on the things of the world, the the uh, what the the condition that the world is in today? Are we we constantly thinking about that? Are we constantly worried about that? Uh, or is it on our neighbors and praying for them and making sure that they have everything? Is it on God making sure uh, that we are where that we need to be? making sure that we we are in good standing with him and, and there is nothing between me and him. You know, there there is so many things in our life that that takes precedence sometimes over what the Lord wants us to be focused on. And it you know, it is a, a an ongoing thing that we have to train ourselves to train our thoughts and everything to be on the Lord constantly. When we get to that point, we will be, how, how do I put it? We will be, I guess, concerned about the things of the world, but we won't worry about it. We, we won't let it consume us because that in the end, we know that God is in control and everything that is happening is happening for a reason and we need to trust God that he has got everything and everything is going the way that he wants it. And we need to worry about how that we stand with the Lord because when we look at the world and everything that's going on in the world and we read the word of God, they all tie in together and his coming back is very soon. I he may not come back tomorrow. He may not come back next week or next year, but he's coming back and everything is lining up for that return to where he's going to come and he's going to get the church, the church, not uh, the strong tower or not uh, the free will Baptist or not the Catholic. He's coming back after the church, that body of Christ that is ready, waiting and watching for him those are the ones that he's coming back after. It doesn't matter what's over the door. It doesn't matter exactly what they believe as long as they are under the blood and God and the Lord has uh, is in control of their lives. That's the ones that he's coming back after. We put, like the pastor says so many times, we put too much stock in what is, go what is over the door and we forget about the people, whether they are saved or not. I mean, truly saved. We have a lot of religions out there that says that if you don't believe the way that I do, you're not going to make it to heaven. 
And we have people out there that says, if you don't believe this way and you don't act this way, you're not going to make it to heaven. Listen, I'm here to tell you this morning, if you don't have the blood applied to your life and you have not asked God to forgive you of your sins and you have turned from your sins and you have come out from among the world, if you have not done those things, you are not going to go to heaven. I don't care who you are. I don't care how many people are in your church. I I don't care. I don't care how many times you go to church. My Bible says I must be born again. And I must go in and I must walk the path that the Lord has for me to walk if I want to make it into heaven. And I want to, when I walk through those gates, I want to, those pearly gates, when I walk through those pearly gates, I want to hold my head up and be proud and know that I've done all that I can do to make it into heaven. I believe it was Paul said, I have, I have run the race with patience. I have fought a good fight. That's what I want to be able to say when I get there. Now then, in order for me to do that, I'm going to have to make my body a living sacrifice. I'm going to have to turn everything I've got over to the Lord, and I'm going to have to follow him and him only. I can't follow man. I can't follow the pastor. I can't follow the Sunday school teachers. I can't follow man at all. I've got to follow the Lord. And as long as I follow the Lord and do his will, I'm in good shape. That's what everybody needs to do. We have so many people out there that are following man and they think that because they are going to a certain church and then the pastor's real well known and he's got all this big education and everything that they are all right. They're going to make it in. No, you ain't going to be able to ride anybody's coattail into heaven. You're going to have to do it on your own. But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind by the renewing of your mind. This is not going to happen overnight. Young converts, young Christians, when you first give your heart and life to the Lord, there are still going to be times when you are very, very sorely tempted, and there's going to be times when you look back and, and you think about what the life that you used to have and those are the times that you really need to, to get into the Word of God and, and, and pray and ask God to help you because those are going to be some trying times that you're going to go through the first few years that you give your heart and life to God. It gets a little bit easier. It don't get completely easy, but it does get a little bit easier as you go along. You're still going to be tempted. You're still going to have troubles and trials. You're still going to fail, but just always remember the Lord is always there for you, and all you have to do is call on him. Call on him. He's right there, and he'll, he'll be there in, a, in less than a second. He will be there, and he will, he will help you, and he will give you exactly what you need. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Put off the old mind. Put off the old man. Forget about all the things of the world. Put on the things of Christ, his word and prayer, thanking him, praising him constantly. Uh, go with a prayer on your heart and on your mind at all times. Go with praise on your heart and your mind at all times. 
Ask the, seek the Lord and find out exactly what your service is. Find out exactly what it is that he wants you to do and do that job. Do it with, do it with pride. Do it because it, your father has asked you to do that job. You know, Jesus, when he came and walked upon this earth, he'd done that and he'd done that willingly and he, he, he enjoyed it. He loved it. He didn't like the end of it, but he, he knew that he had to be, go through those things so that you and I could have salvation, so that you and I could have that close walk with him, so that you and I could do away with the animal sacrifice and do and bring on the sacrifice of ourselves, putting off the old man, you know, and it and we have to do that daily. You know, Paul said, I, I die daily. He had to put off that old man because it, it it's all the time rearing its ugly head and it's all the time uh, trying to get you to do this and that. And uh, we need to put that put him down every chance we get. We And we can only do that through Jesus. You know, we, we can't go to heaven. There's nothing that we can do to get us into heaven except ask God to forgive us of our sins. Other than that, it's impossible to make it to heaven. We've got to go through Jesus to make it in the door and go to heaven or we're not going to make it. So now then, we've asked the Lord to forgive us and we have turned from our sins and we are striving and doing the best that we can to, to live the life that Jesus wants us to do. This is where the, that everything gets good because he, then his blessing starts. And then we get to the point to where that we want more of him. And then we get to the point to where that we, we get to looking around and we see others that were out in the place that we used to be. And we, we start getting a, a longing and a love for these people, even though they're out in sin and doing things that is not uh, what we would do we start praying for these people. We don't look at what they're doing. We start looking on the inside and we figure out that if we take the time to pray for these people and to witness to these people, that they would change the ones that's in control of their life and they would be a, a strong warrior for the Lord. But we have to get those people upon our mind and we have to have to love them even though they they hate us and even though they would really like to see us just go away somewhere and leave them alone and quit praying for them this is where that we really need to get down and start praying for them and you know my dad said something one time that i had had not really paid attention to till i really got down and seeking the lord for for people that was lost but he said i always he said, I always watch, and when you really get to praying for someone and you really get to seeking God for them to give their heart and life to God, he said, they will get worse before they get better. They will get really mean and, and, and ugly before they give their heart and life to God because there's a struggle that's going on inside them. There, there is a, a huge war that is going on inside them. You are praying for them. You're witnessing to them. Satan is trying to keep them from, from giving their heart and life to God. So there's a struggle there. So it's going to get worse before it gets better. But don't give up. Don't give up. No matter what happens, don't give up.
transformed by the renewal of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. That, that thing that you need to do to get into heaven. You know, it, it's, it gets hard for me to understand sometimes, but we get to the point to where that we try to figure out how in the world can I get someone saved? I, I've done all I can do, and, and they're still out in the world, and I have followed the Lord, and um, I, it seems like I pray and I pray and I pray and I pray and, I, and nothing happens. Well, that goes back to the song. Even when the Lord is working, we may not see it all the time, but he's always working. Trust me, if you are praying for somebody to, to be saved, praying for somebody for healing, praying for somebody for anything, Listen, when you start praying, if you're, if you're where you should be in the will of the Lord and you're following the Lord and you've forgotten about the world and you have really gotten your heart set on this person of being healed or being saved or whatever and you start praying for them, the Lord immediately starts working even though we don't see it. Never give up. I don't care if it takes you half of your life. Do not give up. Do not give up because the Lord is working on your behalf and at some point in time, something's going to have to happen. Something is going to have to happen. Not everyone we pray for to be saved will be saved. I'm sorry to say that. You know, I, I've talked to the Lord many a time and, and my one desire in life is to see the whole world give their heart and life to God. I'm, I'm sad to say it probably it probably won't happen, but I, I ask God, God, just just do something, whatever it would take, just to wake the whole world up and and to get them to realize that what they're doing is wrong. Just wake them up, shake them, do something. But you know, at a point, some point in time, everybody gets set in their beliefs in their thoughts whether they're good or whether they're bad and it takes god to change the mind we cannot do it cannot change our mind because you know they are set in their ways and they believe that they are right and that's that's it there's no changing the Lord is the only one that can change their mind. Our job is not to try to change them. Our mind, our job is to pray for them, to witness to them, and then let God work on them. And then when the Lord changes them, then they're changed for good. They're changed for the better. They will, they will become a great warrior for the Lord. But, you know, we need, we need to trust in the Lord, and we need to follow him. We need to turn our life over to him and be a, a, a sacrifice for him, a living sacrifice, a daily sacrifice. Lord, here I am. Use me in whatever way that you need to use me. 
this, this is all I have to give, Lord, is me. And I give you myself. I give you my heart. I give you my mind. I give you everything I have. Lord, take that and use that for your glory, for the uplifting of your kingdom. Because, Lord, I have nothing else. And I want to do your will and I want to follow you. We have to get this in our mind. This is a a thing to where that when it's not something that, uh, you know, that it's, it's something that we want to do. We have to be, we have to really want to live for the Lord and to do his will if we're ever going to make it through. This uh living for the Lord on Sunday and Wednesday and living for the, uh, living just any other way we want to during the week, it ain't going to cut it. We've got to turn everything over to God seven days a week, 52 weeks a year, and we've got to live the way that he wants us to do, to live if we're going to make it through. Tell somebody about the Lord. Pray for somebody. Always looking up. Always looking to the Lord for everything in your life because I haven't got all the answers. Pastor Jonathan, Pastor Joe, Pastor Dwayne, they don't have all the answers. But Jesus does. He has all the answers. Take your questions to him. Take your questions to him. Take your questions to your pastor. Take them to him, though. Ask him. He may not know the answer to him, but he, but you and him together can pray, and God will give you the answers that you need. He always does, and he always will. But I thank you all for listening. I hope you got something out of this.